This is a big day across Purdue's campus. It's both graduation day, where students are awarded with a degree that will give them a rite of passage into the next stage of their lives. And it is Mother's Day, where the women who have been with us throughout every rite of passage since our birth or adoption are honored for the role that they play in our lives. Whether we showed them appreciation or not, our mothers, grandmothers, and the special women in our lives have been there for us. And even when we're not getting along with them, I know that never happens, but but even when, especially mother-in-laws, no, <laughs> teasing, even when we are not getting along with them, God uses them to provide for us all that we need to support our bodies and lives. Before we even understood our need, our need for help, our mothers nursed us, gave us our bottles, changed our messy pants, and attended to our cries in the night. Before a time that we can remember, our mothers cheered us on when we ate our first solid foods, took our first steps, said our first words. They were our greatest cheerleaders. They stopped, they shopped for all of our clothes, whether we liked that fact or not. (laughs) And they made, I used to have this pair of rainbow bell-bottom pants when I was a kid. (laughs) And their mothers made sure that we brushed our teeth and had clean sheets to sleep on. Our mothers took us to our first day of school, and God willing, they were there when we graduated our high school. Those mothers that that were able brought their kids to Purdue. And I have seen many mothers meet with me to let them know that, to let me know that their babies are going to be new students here. And now, as we walk across Uh, The campus this weekend, we see many mothers with their children and grandchildren wondering where all the time has passed. As they walk with these young women, men and women that they used to carry in their arms through yet another rite of passage. In some way, the texts for this Good Shepherd Sunday are all about rites of passage as well. In our first reading, you had the Apostle Paul addressing the pastors at Ephesus, giving them final instructions before he turned the church over to their care. If you remember, he said, I know I will not be seeing your faces again. He said to those pastors, Be careful, pay careful attention to yourselves and to all the flock in which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers to care for the church of God, which he obtained by his own blood. I know that after my departure, Paul said, fierce wolves will come in among you, not sparing the flock. Therefore, be alert, remembering that for three years I did not stop admonishing every one of you with tears. And now... I commend you to God and to the word of his grace. 
As a mother teaches her child, Paul taught the pastors at Ephesus all that, all that he could. And now he was charging them to take care of the flock that was purchased by Jesus' blood, by his word of grace. He was letting them go. And he was putting them into God's hands. This is much like the parent that says goodbye to their child when they drop them off at college. The parent turns the child over to God's care and prays that the child would abide in the word that they were baptized into. That they would remain a part of the flock in the church that was purchased by the blood of the Lamb. In our reading from Revelation, we see yet another rite of passage that all of us will go through. John, in a vision, saw a glimpse of the afterlife. In particular, he saw a picture of heaven and the saints of God, where they all will one day be. He wrote, After this I looked, and behold, a great multitude that no one could number, from all tribes and peoples, from every nations and language, standing there before the throne and before the Lamb. They were clothed in white robes with palm branches in their hands, and they were crying out with a loud voice, Salvation belongs to our God, who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. John continues, And one of the elders addressed me, saying, Who are these clothed in white robes, and where have they come from? And I said, Sir, you know. And he said to me, These are the ones coming out of the great tribulation. They have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. The people that John saw were all the saints who were baptized into Christ and who remained in the faith that was given them on the day of their baptism until that day where their good shepherd would lead them home. These are the ones included in our liturgy when before the Lord's Supper we say this, along with we sing with all with angels, archangels, and all the company of heaven. We laud and magnify thy glorious name, saying, These that John saw went through the ultimate rite of passage as they passed through death to eternal life. I have read that passage that we just read in John to every one of Jesus' sheep that I have visited as they were passing from death to life. That very same passage. I remember one in particular that was quite moving to me. As I read that passage, we all held hands around and she breathed her last breath hearing that passage of Scripture. The tribulation, that is the suffering. That's the suffering of this life that comes to a close. And it is the passage that shares the multitude singing around the throne and around the Lamb. I pray that this is a rite of passage that every single person in this room experiences. 
Now you might be wondering how our gospel lesson fits into this whole rite of passage theme. In this passage, Jesus is talking with some people who do not believe him. He was talking with critics. But but his message to them, in his message to them, he did not describe his critics. He described his church. He says this, The works that I do in my Father's name bear witness about me, but you do not believe me, because you are not among my sheep. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they will never perish, and no one will snatch them out of my hand. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all, and no one is able to snatch them out of the Father's hand. I and the Father are one. You see, through every rite of passage, from baptism on, Jesus has been with you every step of the way. In baptism, he called you by name. He placed his name upon you. And you were washed in his blood, in the blood of the Lamb. Many of you were brought to those waters in the arms of your mother. But no matter who brought you to those waters, you were introduced to the voice of your good shepherd. And even if you have, even if there's been times in your life that you have strayed, and I'm sure that none of you have, but teasing. But if there have been times in your life that you have strayed, I want you to know that your good shepherd is the one who comes to you and calls you back. By his word, he is the one who calls you home. Throughout our lives, there, there, there are many thin, scary things that we encounter. Through many of those transitions, God provides for us, family and friends. It is he who has provided us with our mothers that we honor this day. But the only one who is with his church through every rite of passage is the good shepherd. And no matter how scary and even life-threatening a change in our life can be, we have no fear. For no one can snatch us out of the hand of our good shepherd. When we are scared, we turn to him, for he is not afraid. He is the one with he is one with God the Father, and no one is big enough to take us away from him. As we abide in his word, hearing the voice of our good shepherd, we know that even death is but a portal through which God takes us to everlasting life with him. It is true that our mothers have been with us through many things. But they, even the greatest mothers, can't help us through everything. Moreover, I've seen many mothers walk with their good shepherd through the doors of everlasting life as children like you and I have been left behind. No one can be there through everything except for the one who died to to take away the sin that separates us from God. 
Once we were enemies of God, but Jesus, the good shepherd, laid down his life to make enemies into children. And even though we, like sheep, often stray, he he who paid for our sins continually seeks to seeks out that one that one lost sheep that has gone astray he who paid for our sins continually calls us calls us back to the place where we can hear his voice to the place where you and I are right now we who often run to places that leave us spiritually starved are continually called back to the lord's table where we are fed with the one who laid down his life for sheep like us. I pray that through every, each and every one of your rites of passage, you would recognize the one who has led you every step of the way, even to this place where you stand on this day. Alleluia, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia.